This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. With host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of thesaintsnation.com, Kevin Held of the team drops the ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his... I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to Saints Happy Hour. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fan. Uh, you got your drunk history up to 2000 Saints. Uh, next month, Kevin is joining me again. We're going to do uh, Tom Brady's 2000, that's when the Saints kicked the Patriots' ass in 2009, and the River City Relay in the same episode. It's phenomenal. Uh, I completely lose my shit. You donated. You got it. It's awesome. Um, And also, a little tease, me and Andrew are working on something kind of awesome that may or may not come together for 2017 football season. We can't tell them, Andrew, but it's pretty big. It's it could come together and be quite phenomenal. So that's like, pretty cool. I don't even know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. I know it's a secret. We're we're we're, we're dealing with uh, we're dealing with famous Twitter peoples to to line extra special something up. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep you informed on that. Uh, look, people, it's June. What's Wang or get the fuck out? Yeah, it's it's June. <laughs> it's June. Well, uh, well. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, so it's it's the middle of June. So look, the Saints. Th- this is what the Saints is. is we we do the the pre-show like meeting. Uh, Ryan, the Saints signed Ryan Nassib today. Uh, I called him. I kept calling him Ryan Nassib, and uh, we decided that that sounded like a terrorist, and I needed not to do that. So I probably I, I I'll try not to, but. Uh, Andrew, I think we should we we can't spend a whole podcast on that because that's just cruel. But like, does this mean that they don't like uh, Mr. Fatty Daniel as the backup quarterback? Or what what does this what does this mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's another body in there that they can evaluate um, because Chase Daniel's on a one year deal, because Breeze is on a one year deal, and yeah, I, I I think it means potentially that Chase Daniel isn't doesn't one hundred percent have the job. And I wonder if they saw something at OTAs and they were like, eh, Chase isn't throwing the ball that great. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, NASA was Eli Manning's backup for a while. Um, you know, he came from Syracuse. Yeah, I could be Eli's backup because Eli never, yeah. never gets hurt. Well, he, he so his career passer rating is 152.1. He's, he's 9 for 10 in his career. Um, but... Uh, I think what kind of did him in was he was horrific 
in the most recent preseason. So he's kind of been solid, promising young quarterback for a while behind Eli, and I think Giants fans in general think he was pretty good. They said and no then th- he and then he had that god awful preseason. They said no thanks and signed Geno Smith, man. That must have been a god awful preseason. Is Geno mean, Smith their backup now? Yes. Geno oh, Smith is their backup. So 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 Dave, yeah. does this I'm make surprised you- I'm surprised NASA have gotten no interest on the market. Like the fact that he signed this late is surprising. Dave, does this make you like 0.3% more interested in Saints third quarters of preseason games? Um, Because of Nassib? You know, look, hey, last year I was, uh, I was interested because I wanted to see, uh, what's his face? Uh, Grayson. Um, so I don't think it's going to make me more interested. I forgot. I'm always genuinely. I, I forgot Grayson's on the team. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I really did. I, I think <laughs> you guys agree. Nassib is a bigger threat to Daniel than Grayson is, right? Uh, I'm a bigger threat to Daniel than Grayson. <laughs> um, so, uh, so no, I've always, I've always, um, enjoyed, uh, you know, the late preseason games. And, and checking out some of the guys and some of the talent that you otherwise normally wouldn't see. I think this I think this year is going to be the first year that I don't go to the preseason games. I think I'm going to try and sell my tickets. Yeah, the, here's one thing about the preseason that uh, that I, I think is completely unfair. That the NFL sh- look if they're going to charge fans for season ticket holders for preseason game and just fuck you over, that's fine. But here's one thing I wish the NFL would it should do. be twenty bucks though. Well, no. I mean, if look, if they're going to charge, you, you, they're not going to take less money. So I'm not even going to argue that. But what I think they should do that's fair is every other year, uh, um, they should make sure that you get the third preseason game because that's the preseason game that's kind of interesting. They play the starters the longest, and I think it's like three years in a row the Saints haven't got the third preseason game at home. Because if you the fourth preseason game at home is just a middle finger to the fan base. Would you would we all agree on that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I just think if every other year the NFL gave you the first and third, and then the second and the fourth, first and third, second, at least then you'd get a rotation and you'd be like, okay, this year we're getting fucked with the fourth preseason game. But then you'd know next year you're not. And I think the NFL could easily do that schedule wise, and at least that's something to make the, the preseason 5% less awful to season ticket holders. But uh, Kevin is held up at the moment. Uh, I think he's changing out of his wrestling tights. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty much I all. mean, I, I think I think this year it's going to be more interesting to watch the quarterbacks in preseason because Breeze is on a one-year deal and there's a chance he won't be back. So we could possibly be looking at the Saints starter next year. Oh my God, That's Daniel, Nassib, and Grayson. You know, I mean, I will be paying closer attention to how they play in preseason than uh, I normally would. I won't. I'll be drunk. I'll be drunk. I'll be drunk, and I'll be sad now that I'm thinking like Grayson's playing in a game that counts in 2018. Oh, I, I think Grayson is fourth on the depth chart now. I mean, uh, this could also be. This could also be just Sean Payton doing Doug Marone a solid because Nassib played at Syracuse. and he, I'm sure Nassib is panicking at this point because he's like, God, if I'm not in training camp with someone, if I can't at least put good preseason tape out there, I'm never going to play again. So this could be Sean Payton doing a solid to Marone. 
But why? Like, why would he? Like, what? For what? Like, what? What is? What is Marone going to give him? Like, uh, oh, I mean, you know how it is. The good old boy network maybe. work of coaches. I don't maybe. know. I, I'm just I'm maybe, just, maybe. I mean, okay. I think I think your first thing is that they looked at Chase Daniels and maybe they were like, oh. We hadn't seen, like you know, they they hadn't seen Chase Daniels in a bunch of years, and they thought and they're like, "Oh, that's not, that's not the Chase we remember. He's horrible." Uh, so um, it's funny because it's kind of the Chase I remember. But <laughs> Chase Daniels has made like, you know, and, and here's the thing: like, I don't want to get into the whole Colin Kaepernick not signing thing, but they had somebody a, a respectable NFL reporter, whatever said that Chase Daniel was a better backup than Colin Kaepernick. Chase Daniel has never played an NFL game that the team that he was playing for gave a shit about. Kansas City never played him in a game that mattered, that they had to win, it was important, and he started two games or three games, and you're going to tell me that he's better than Kaepernick. People just went at him, but I I mean, Chase Daniel, I like him, he's fun, whatever, but I mean, do, do we have, Dave, do you have any proof that Chase Daniel can be a functioning, decent backup quarterback? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's ever really played in the regular yeah. season, huh? I mean, even when, when he was with the Chiefs, no, he, he played, was... No, he played in, like, when they had... He got beat out, didn't he? No, no, when, he got, when they had games clinched and, you know, he started... He started like a game that when they when they, one year when they when they already had it clinched and, and he played started a game when they were eliminated. Right. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, if, if we're being honest, I don't think we've actually ever seen anything uh, stellar. I mean, it's not like he's uh, what's his face, the guy from LSU that uh, he's thrown uh, seventy uh, Matt Flynn. He's no Matt Flynn. <laughs> he's thrown seventy eight passes in his career. Nice. That's and it. Yeah. And he's made like thirty million dollars, which is insane. Um. So before That's we get an undrafted guy too, yeah, he was with Redskins, and then the Saints like poached him off their practice squad, right? And then he was the backup yeah. starting in 2010. All right, so that's pretty much all the Saints news, and we don't have any. We have a couple of Twitter questions. We'll get to in a second. But one thing I did I did see that was interesting, and I thought of this as a fun question tonight. Uh, they have a Golden State fan that bought two floor seats to the Warriors Cavs game five tonight for ninety thousand dollars i was gonna say that must be cheap each or for the two together for the two of them so 45 grand each 45 grand each and that basically covers courtside season tickets for the warriors for a year when they go to the new arena like that's how expensive their tickets are it might not even it might only be one but their tickets are freaking expensive uh the floor the floor tickets so for $90,000. So my question to you is, how much money would it take for you to give up a Saints Super Bowl ticket or NFC Championship tickets? How much money would it take, Dave? Uh, for my pair? Yeah, for your pair of tickets. Uh, I'd, I'd, if somebody was going to give me forty-five, fifty grand, I would definitely give that up. Uh, honestly, if somebody... I probably wouldn't go lower than I probably wouldn't go lower than like 20 grand. That's what I was thinking. Wait, yeah. 10 10 a piece? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking fifteen apiece. Especially, yeah. especially, 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 and 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 and, and, and a piece, so thirty grand total. Yeah, like thirty grand. And here's the thing: like at, at first, I was like, oh yeah, I do it for I do it for five or ten grand each ticket. But then the more I think about it, as you guys answered, is like, say the Saints did it this year, and you know Breeze is thirty-eight, or they did it next year, and the next two years, you know Breeze is thirty-eight, thirty-nine. There's a really, really good chance that this is it, like. From now to the I would, end, I would end do of your life. Well, Dave and I, Dave and I both attended the NFC Championship game the Without senior me. year and you, or the the Super Bowl year, and then, but I didn't go to the Super Bowl and Dave did. Yeah. So he ha- he's had that experience. For for a Super Bowl ticket, I'm not sure I would give it up for anything, because I, I had an opportunity to go, and uh, my wife was pregnant with my first kid at the time. My so wife. My wife. My wife. So I decided not to, but um, in hindsight, like, it's funny. Back then, I was like, oh, I'll go the next time they make. I was so naive, like, just thinking, oh, the Saints are so awesome. I'll just go to the next, <laughs> the next one. one. No. Yeah, no, I don't, like, I've, here's the thing. Like, I went to the Super Bowl, covered it for Channel 4, the post-9-11 one, and the security to get into the stadium was so intense, and it still is. I don't know that going to the Super Bowl the actual game experience appeals to me, but the NFC championship was fucking yeah. unbelievable. Cause it's, it's, it's the dome. It's the same. It's, 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 it's our fans. It's a great experience. And man, now the more I think about it, like if they go, if they would go this year, I think it would have to be 20 grand a ticket for me because the thing is, I don't know that Jesus. we'll ever see it. The thing is, I, Dave, I don't know if that I'd ever, ever see it again. Okay. But you could have 40 grand. You could do, I mean, yeah. shit, what can how you, much what did you can have you to pay really, to have a kid? What can you really do with forty grand, though? Uh, I could, I could. That would, be, I'd be halfway toward remodeling my house. You, exactly. You'd be halfway there. I mean, well, could, right now I'm zero of the way there. So <laughs> I could take, I could do six shots of fertility to have a second kid, if my wife was. My wife. My wife. If she was up My there. wife. No, I, I mean, do you can... even want to do that, though? Do you even want a second kid? No. Kick? Hell no. One is plenty <laughs> enough. One is plenty enough. For my, uh, my. It's like, crew... that, that's what I'm saying. What does 40 grand buy you? It gets you a car, a nice, like a ridiculous car. You could get a ridiculous car for 40 grand. Is that better than seeing the Saints yeah. go to the Super do you Bowl? Have to pay ta- do you have to pay taxes on that? No, you get the 40 grand. You get it in a, <laughs> you get it in a, you get it in a briefcase like a drug deal, Dave. You know, no taxes, man. Oh, an an unmarked bill. An unmarked bills. It's tax. Oh, that changes you, things. You can keep it under your bed and use it for miscellaneous expenses if you so desire. Um, no, I, th- I yeah, think I, I think if it's wired to a bank account in the Caribbean, then I'm wearing. I think it would take. Tw- I think it would take twenty grand a ticket because, I, I mean, if Drew Brees gets to one more NFC title game, I don't know that I'll ever see it again in my lifetime with the Saints. And hell, man. By 2025, 2030, who knows what New Orleans and the economy and all that's going to be like. So uh, the more I think about it, 20 grand is it's got to be 20 grand, not a penny. Uh, yeah. 20, not a penny the more I think about it, I think my number's even higher. Yeah. Just because, because I like unless it's going to be a life changing thing, then I'd rather just yeah. You know, you're going to talk about that experience for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like unless I was like at the time, like I, I had like a mountain of debt and it would really, but I don't. So I, I think I'm now, with you. Now, if I was a, if I was a Patriots fan, dude, I'd sell it for ten bucks. <laughs> dude, 
Dude, the Patriots over-under, I think, is 12 and a half, which is ridiculous for the year. Um, so, um, you know, I guess uh, now the, the topic that we thought about for this episode, and as we get to June and July before we get to training camp, the topics become difficult to come up with. But this is the one I came up that was Saints-related for tonight. What Saints player, Andrew, do Saints fans hate that is most likely to rebound in 2017? You know, I, I don't know that rebound is the right word, but I, Saints fans hate Brandon Coleman. They hate do, him. for some whatever they reason. They despise him. Um, I've always liked him because, yeah, I mean, I, I think part of the problem is I think it was Mickey Loomis that threw out that he's our next Marcus Colston. Yeah. Like, so someone on that Saints staff or front office put that ridiculous amount of pressure and expectation on him. And I think the fan base has always expected him to be absurdly good because he's 6'6". But the reality is he was an undrafted guy from Rutgers who made the team now two or three years in a row. Um, he's got a decent frame. He's a good number four receiver. He's a tremendous blocker. Um, I've always appreciated the fact that he's made more out of his career than he should have as an undrafted guy. And, you know, I don't expect him to be the next Colston um, or even a 60-catch-a-year guy, but uh, I like him as a role player. Is he going to do better than 26 catches for 281 yards and three scores? I'm going to say yes, he does that this year. He's an interesting one. And this might sound like a a backhanded compliment, but but it's really not. For a guy that's undrafted – who struggles to catch the football to still be in the NFL after three years and have car and to carve out a niche is one hell of a thing because he really struggles catching the ball and he plays receiver, which is bad. And yet the dude blocks his ass off and does whatever the saints want him to do. And look, I wouldn't want Brandon Coleman starting every week, but I wouldn't feel awful if the saints had a week where they, had a bunch of receivers in your injuries and you're like Brandon Coleman's got to play this week he's got to start I wouldn't feel great about it but I wouldn't be like oh my god they're fucked I'd be like oh, maybe he can have a good game you know um so that's a good interesting choice so uh Dave who is your Saints flair that fans hate that's most likely to rebound in 2017 well you know I, I before we started the show I had a I didn't really know who was in the pool of players to select from as far as players that, that people hate. Uh, well, your boyfriend, you Mark Ingram, still yeah. kind of hates yeah, he's Yeah, he's in there. But, but uh, there's no rebounding for him. I feel like he's had a pretty yeah. good season. You know, it's not like he's down. Uh, so, uh, you know, you, you mentioned Fleener, and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, people do hate Fleener. I hate Fleener. Um, I, I, and, I, and, and to be honest with you, it's totally unfair because – I don't hate – it's nothing that Fleener did. I hate Fleener because the Saints were stupid enough to pay him uh, what they paid him. Uh, I have – from the very day he was signed, I have always thought that that contract was ridiculous and totally unnecessary. He's um, making seven million a year, and he feels more like a four and a half million dollar tight end. Yeah, he does. Well, but I mean just even at the time, there was no – the market had not been set to pay that. I mean, well, no, they, the, they just they went beat they went way higher really, than any though. other that's tight the, end was. That's getting. the market for an average tight end. But you could argue that the Saints, no. the Saints, no, that is he's like the he's like that's, the that's, he's well, like the sixteenth highest paid for a fifty for a fifty catch tight end 
that that's the market. It's like seven million. But you could argue that the Saints. Could I don't a- think any team last off season was going to pay nearly as much as the Saints did. Ladarius well, Green got more than that, didn't he? No, he got a shorter. He shot. He got a little bit less, but. Um, the 49ers and, and, and flamed out completely. Yeah, no, I mean the the argument, Dave, I don't think is that the contract is was the, that they paid too much for an average tight end. I think the argument with Fleener is the Saints can turn any tight end into a fifty catch tight end. Miller and Eric Johnson and whoever the fuck Ben Watson. Wow. You, you know. Well, and so if you're if you're Kobe Fleener and, and you haven't been transformed into a fifty catch tight end, then something is definitely wrong. So <laughs> let's hope that. You know, my answer, Kobe Fleener, let's hope he's the guy that, that rebounds, that people yeah. love hate. And so everybody so, can start loving him. The Steelers gave Green four years, $20 million, and he got 18 catches for them. And then, <laughs> and, and then was released. Yeah. So... Um. So yeah, I you mean know. it's not it's yeah. not it's not a the the argument that it's a ridiculous contract is is not so and I actually had a, a, a contract all contracts are ridiculous in this yeah. new CBA. I had a 49 no, I had a cap. I was arguing with a 49er beat writer for some odd reason. They signed their tight end uh that had less catches. He had like 35, 38 catches and, and he they gave him like 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 4 years like 27 million and he's like this contract is totally ridiculous. They, 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 this proves they don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, dude, a 40 to 50 tight catch tight end makes $7 million a year. Like that's the going rate. Like you can argue they shouldn't sign this tight end or they shouldn't, have, but that's the going rate. But I think Fleener, I, I feel like something with him last year was off in a sense of, I don't think he kind of grasped the offense, Andrew, and I think he could make a little bit of a – not that he's going to become Graham or anything, but I think he might be 15% better this year. Like something was off with him. Like Maybe. He, like he didn't, I, I just think at the end of the day he doesn't get good separation and he doesn't catch the ball in tight windows. You know, like the thing about Watson, like Watson – he he would make tough catches. Like if he had a guy draped all over him, or yeah, it was a super tight true. window. Breeze trusted him. You know, I think with Fleener, like after the first half of the season, Breeze Breeze was basically like, "All right, Fleener, I'm not throwing you the ball anymore unless you're wide open." Yeah, and the thing about Watson too, and I know he 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 was old and all that, but he was a top, I want to say, 18 pick. And, like, what he did with the Saints to get that contract for Baltimore, like, that's what he, the ex- expectation of was him when he came out of college 100 years ago. They were like, Ben Watson, he yeah. can run really fast. He's going to be awesome. And he never quite was with the Patriots. He was always just, like, a really dependable, blocking, tough guy that never put up great stats, and he finally did it with the Saints. Um, so Fleener's an interesting guy. I think I think he's going to be a little bit better, I'm hopeful. So so they picked the two, though. <laughs> Dave, t- Dave, to give you context here, the – 49ers guy is Vance McDonald. That's the tight end for the 49ers. That's the guy I was talking about. He's he's caught 64 passes in four years. And what did so they like? Do? He in four years for his career, he basically has done about what Fleener does in a season. And he uh, his contract. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. It was. Um, Six years, 30, 36 million. Oh my God, it was more than I thought. That's yeah. insane. That's insane. That contract, I, I, I take it back, Mr. Uh, San Francisco beat writer. I must have been drunk and tweeting at you later. That contract is insane. 
I take it all I mean, back. It's, it's less had, than Fleener, but I mean, that guy's done. Yeah. <laughs> that contract's I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. It makes the cut. They even makes the cut. Don't you feel? I feel like 30% better about the Fleener contract now. <laughs> I feel slightly better. Slightly. But what he year cut, was that? He caught 24 passes last year. That was this offseason. Uh, or last. Yeah. It was like okay. the end of last year. No, that, I mean. But the, the, then again, the 49ers did have like $100 million of cap room. They had to spend it on somebody. And then again, the 49ers are the 49ers. They are, although they had a good draft this year. Although, uh, What's that guy? Well, named? we don't know Ruben, that. Ruben on Foster. paper, they, it looks like they had a good draft. Ruben Foster, they draft, and he's got like shoulders of a... Four, of yeah, the problem with free agency, though, is especially with these young guys like Fleener and Vance McDonald, who the 49ers just signed, is a lot of times you have to give them contracts that are based on how good you think they're going to be, yeah. not how good they've been. Yeah, that's true, and that's the problem. But I mean, the, 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 that that's a creep. That to me, those like I I feel like teams they they don't think. And so now I have to pick my uh, player most fans hate that most most likely to rebound in uh, 2017, and I don't have a good I don't have a good choice because you guys took both of the choices. Um. I'm gonna see it, it's so so. The, I'm gonna say uh, Andres Pete, even though he wasn't terrible. I feel like fans kind of don't like him because he was picked really high, and he's meant to be a tackle, but he's kind of a guard now. Uh, so that means if you're just a okay guard and you were picked in the top 15, like that's not good enough, right? I think this year, I think this year, Andrew, he's gonna be a guy that is going to uh, be he's gonna he's gonna slide up to not like Pro Bowl level but like really good level and not be noticed so much as being terrible and that means for a lineman that he's doing well. Like we won't be we won't be ripping Pete so much this year, which will be a good sign. So he's he's my choice for uh bounce back Saint uh that fans hate. Uh I couldn't go anywhere else because, like, corners, I don't feel like fans hate Bro or P.J. Williams or any of that, you know? Um, I'm kind of surprised there's no corner on the roster right now that fans just despise. Give it a month. Give it a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, before we get out of here... Um, Swan, maybe, because he's always injured. That's pretty Swan, Swan is starting to approach hate, hatred. Too. Yeah, all right, we, we don't have too many Twitter questions, but let's see. Um, give me – this is from Mahmood. Uh, Andrew, give me one player whom if the Saints sign, you could possibly say we are a Super Bowl contender. No injury. I guess any play – like like what one player like that you could magically – Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, if I could have any player – Assuming no injury, I'd probably take Luke Kiki. It's not, you know, that, that would finally fix linebacker. A uh, pass rusher would be great too. So. Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Vaughn Von Miller. You could pair him opposite. But, uh, yeah, either of those guys. But um, yeah, I don't know that realistically there's anyone right now that they can sign that's really going to help them much. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I still think the off season was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just think they're. Right now for the same. Yeah. 
I still think the roster is well constructed. I just think, you know, this Unger thing's got to work out. Like if they're saying that he's going to be back for week one, uh, that needs to actually be the case. That's really worrisome. Fairly needs to. And obviously the Fairly thing is huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just want to get. Can I, I'm not even asking for the Saints to be a playoff team. Could just one off season we get from the draft to training camp where our hopes and dreams aren't crushed? No. Can I at least? Can I at least be delusional? November into preseason. No. Just get me to. Just get me to the first preseason game where I ha- I've talked myself into it. Um, Cavs or Warriors? Who, does anyone care? Either of you? I've been watching. In terms of interest? No, I mean, I guess who wins tonight? Cavs or Warriors? That's from Bron. Oh, Warriors. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we didn't... Uh, the Saints are reportedly trying to trade uh, Cadet. Uh, <laughs> kind of trade value Cadet would have? People are like, we get a mid-round pick. I'm like, if mid-round pick, you mean a conditional seventh? Then yes. Um, I don't even think they're getting that. I, I think the one thing they could get for Cadet is maybe, maybe a player that has a huge contract. You know, like an Eric Decker, where basically it's like they'd be getting a way better player than Cadet, but they'd have to spend way more. Yeah, but no one wants that contract. Like uh, that's the only way I can see it. Yeah, no, the Jets said they're going to cut Decker because no one wanted him. But that's an interesting question, Andrew. Decker, is he something the Saints should look at? Because Macklin went to Baltimore. Absolutely. I don't think – it doesn't sound like the Saints were a team that was mentioned as being interested or, or that could be a landing spot for him. So I guess we'll wait and see. But, uh, I mean, he's a tremendous receiver. I, I still think receivers have a sneaky need for this team. So I would absolutely be for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. So uh, – if Drew, this is from obnoxious who that, Dave. If Drew is Commander's Palace and Grayson is Olive Garden, what does newly acquired Nasib? Who do, what? What does newly acquired Nasib compare to? Um, this, is this is a good question. Taco Tico. Um, uh, I am going. Was this question specifically asked to me? No, it just came. I just gave it to you because it was food, and it, you know. Um, no, I want to. Uh, I guess I'd say like, um, like a corner, like old boy group place. Danny and Clyde. Wait, what? Danny and Clyde. Yeah. Uh, Na- I don't know if Nassib is Danny and Clyde. I feel like that's. You know, there's, there's a few good things on the menu. You know, you might be able to find something that you like in the <laughs> But it's certainly not, uh, you know, nothing four star, five star. Like, I I was gonna. S- no table service. No and, there's, and there's always a strong chance of diarrhea. I would say it's taco. Not Nassib is Taco Bell. It's like yeah, if we have to, okay, fine. But in no way is that is that a choice you make. Taco Tico. It's like yeah, if that's it. That's fine. At least it's not Taco Bell. <laughs> So, so that about wraps it up for this show. I mean, uh, there's no, there, there's, there's nothing out there. 
There's no, I mean, but... Good news. The fact that there's nothing for us to talk about... Is no, it's good news, but I mean, there's nothing... Urinating in mm. their condo, parking lots... Nobody's passed out in their car, drunk, pulling a jumbo. No, poor Nick. They are claiming that they had a pizza that they had to get home quickly with. <laughs> no, I mean... This, but I have to say, for for the for the dead period for the Saints, this is pretty awful of of a dead period. Even la, even even more so than last year. I mean, and they, last year they lost. What did they lost? They lost Sanford, Kikaha, and Kyle and Kyle Wilson. Uh, that was pretty bad. If they lose fairly, that makes last year a walk in the park. So, uh, go to Saints Nation. Yeah, go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, and go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave will put up the podcast, and he'll have, I'm sure, his, his season preview column uh, in January 2018. So who puts up the podcast, you or uh, Dave? It's me. Dave does. Dave does. So uh, Kevin's MIA on the wrestling practice. So uh, for Dave... Kevin Kevin's said he's talking to someone out of suicide. Legitimately, apparently. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a joke. Oh, Great, Ke- we're we we are just screwing off, and Kevin is actually doing good in the world. Uh, good luck to Kevin. Hopefully, he. Uh, so for Dave, uh, for Kevin, who's doing very important things, seriously, and Andrew. Uh, until next week, the bar is closed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. 
a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.